what's going on and welcome back to the a show with the kings the pro wrestling podcast i am justin here with meals i'm, I'm eating breakfast so I'm, I'm being rude this morning oh that's that's fine listen it's the we're here um i'm nourished already i had lunch already i had breakfast i don't know i guess for breakfast i had frosted flakes and then lunch i had whatever my mom made but yeah what's up man what's everyone's views on frosted flakes because i fuck with them i love frosted flakes the literally they're great what (laughs) what a slogan (laughs) they're on point with that one i love frosted flakes what's your favorite cereal just in general Right now, currently, it's the strawberry frosted flakes that turn the milk into strawberry. Huh. I've never had those. You know what? I'm not in for the gimmicky cereals usually turn me off because I feel like sometimes they're trying too hard. Yeah. Um. So most cereals I don't really get into because I'm like, all right, what? Like protein Cheerios. Like, what do I need those for? Like, um, but as we'll say, and of course, the police sirens. Yo, those are huge. You have no idea. I got to send you this video. There was a major car. As much sirens as we hear around here, there was a major car crash in my neighborhood like two days ago. So there was more Scott Steiner sirens? <laughs> Bro, so here's what I learned from the people that were outside. Now, this may not be the true story. This is kind of like hearsay, so we'll see what happens. So apparently... This car was racing from the police. And he hit, there's this like island between these two like major streets. There's this, like this island. So he hits the island. Um, his car goes through the traffic light, lands on the ground, and like completely crashes. I So what I heard is he broke his legs. Um, and legitimately, his car caught completely on fire. The entire thing is donezo. Like, it was, we were all outside watching it like, wow, this is the most insane car crash we've ever seen in person. Smoke billowing up in the air. Fire, like, Cane's Inferno. It was nuts. I got to send you the video. I'm going to send you it right now. It sounds like it's, it, it was living out a, a mission from the brand new masterpiece on PlayStation 5 called Spider-Man 2 that everyone's talking about lately how's that going how's that going i had a couple of i was on a i was on a fake campaign for that but it never worked out but how is that going <laughs> hey man i uh i like it a lot it's, it's really good i, I think okay. that you know being in new york earlier this year it has all of those locations that like I was at the financial district had everything it has everything there so the map is like much bigger where it has I mean more it don't get to the needy greedy of New York you know what I'm saying I mean I'm sure they're not gonna put East New York and Brownsville in the game Brownsville um, is in the game Brownsville is in the game I gotta see all right I gotta see how this Brownsville looks in the game if it's really Astoria authentic. Astoria is in the game uh Astoria uh, is Queens. A Queens shout out to Queens but <laughs> shout um, out to Jeff J but Harlem, Queens, the rest of Queens, I don't really mess with Queens, but go ahead. Harlem is in the game. Uh, you know, all them little boroughs that y'all stay at. Little boroughs and shit, you know. Is the know Bronx in the game? Yeah, the Bronx is in the game. The Bronx is in the first game. Okay. But all right. It's like a bigger map, so like there's more of New York in it. Check the video. I just sent it to you. I can't I can't play it with sound, but I'm looking at it without sound right now. Um, okay, that's fine. Wow, it looks 
Yeah, this looks like some Spider-Man 2 shit. I love how you said that people outside were telling you what happened. I'm like, this that's such a New York thing to do for someone to be like, hey, what happened out here? <laughs> hey, what happened? Hey, hit the like it was a whole thing. Like, and then um when they were putting out the fire, the smoke ended up coming our way, and that's when everyone was like, oh nah. And we all went inside at the same time. A, a collective <laughs> oh nah. Everyone um, said <laughs> at the same time. As if absolutely. Was- <laughs> <laughs> um so I have I'm 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 conflicted this week because I have a lot of good things going on this week and I have one annoying thing going on this week. Okay, shoot. Is this an office hours or is this a regular? No, this is not office hours. No, this is work is standard. <laughs> standard procedure. <okay. laughs> standard procedure. Um, so the good things that happened this week. First of all, this week, I think on like Thursday or Friday, it will mark our sixth anniversary of doing this podcast. So that's something to celebrate. Yeah, that's great. Um. Shout out to six years of us. Um, look out. Had Ricochet back on. That was awesome. Shout out to Ricochet. He's a friend of the show, friend of the other of the gang of the brand. Absolutely. What else happened that was good? Oh, NBA is back tonight. I'm loving it. I've missed NBA so dearly. Like, I didn't, I don't, you don't understand how much of my free time was taken up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. You don't love NBA. You love the betting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, first of all, I love both. But you don't understand how much of my time was occupied. So here's here's how the betting leads into my love for it, right? Yeah. Um, FanDuel has this uh, promotion. You bet $5, you get three free months of NBA TV. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> That's how they're suckering you in. I'm... I'm fine being suckered <laughs> because it is a free streaming service that is normally $15 per month. And I'm getting for a $5 once in three months. Um, so I said, you know what? Like I would watch it. Like I would stream it really um, <laughs> before I would stream it on whatever sites I would watch it before. But I was like, you know what? I have this. I can, you know, cast it to the TV. I can do all these other things. So now like on a weekly basis, I'm up till twelve thirty in the morning watching LeBron or watching like whatever West Coast games or whatever thing. And I was just like, so much of my free time was taken up because it's just something you can have on in the background. And then of course somebody will do something crazy. So yeah. I've been watching it, got a few teams I love. So I'm very excited for that. The challenge is also back this week. Super excited. Don't even have to fake attempting to watch AEW. It's just never going to happen anymore. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> for the yeah. next weeks, that's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. For at least the next 20 weeks, it's a wrap, for sure. Well, here, <laughs> you, know, you know something that's funny? Like, uh, my my um, my boss and another one of my coworkers are huge fans of uh, the challenge. So, Ooh, for how okay. we got a team, we got a team outfit. And guess what the team outfit was? We what got challenge team? jerseys, baby. Oh, that's fire. See, I would love to do something like we, that. We have like cu- like custom names in the back. So guess what my name is? Guess? J5. Oh, it's, ju- it's Justin Bananas. Uh, look at you. Okay. Uh, that's great. That's great team building. That's great team building. I love that. I love that. I, mean, I don't you. know if that's I'll- great team building if I'm fucking bananas, but yeah. Uh-huh. Bananas is a he's a I'm I've fallen in love with him. He's a he's a very charming guy. I've been watching House of Villains too. 
Um, my my wife is in, or I I don't know if she's been watching it, but um, she's into that for sure. It's a pretty hokey but entertaining show, considering the cast. Um, the cast seems like still the the sum of the parts is greater than the whole kind of thing, but collectively they all know what they're doing, so they're all reality TV veterans. Yeah. Um, so boom. All right. So. Here is the most annoying part of my week. Okay. And get ready for this. I'm not, but go ahead. I have been shadow banned on Twitter. What? Yes. Yes. I still see. Do I see you? No, you don't. <laughs> so here's here's what it is. You can see. I haven't tweeted in at least a day. So there we are with that. Um, but here's how it works, right? Because I had to look it up. Um, because I was noticing, because it's not that I'm super tapped in with my engagement, but like when I reply to stuff and people don't reply back, I'm like, what the fuck? I had a great joke there. Um, even to you, like a couple of days ago, I replied to something that you did and I don't even think you saw it. Um, what did, what, what did, what did, what was it? Remember the MHA hate thing? MHA. Oh, I saw that. I, I saw that. I saw it. Okay. Okay. So it, yeah. it must have happened after that, um, yeah. because I was noticing. I was like, I'm not getting any engagement traction. Anything like even the little views tickers. It'll say like nine people saw it. I'm like, nine people saw it. I'm me. What the fuck? Um, Wait. Now it's saying that I don't see your your reply. Doesn't pop up in my. That's right. What the hell? That was crazy. I it, it, I definitely saw it. It was laugh emojis, right? I don't think so. No, I think I had like more insightful things to say, but I might have done a laugh emoji too. Um, oh wow! Yeah, what did you do? What did I don't you know. Do? It's so bad. <laughs> so I don't know. I never do anything bad, right? So I was looking it up, and I was like, I mean, first of all, there's no one you can run to at Twitter now. <laughs> their their support thing has been dead for months. Um, so there's no one you can run to at Twitter unless you actually know someone in Twitter. And I'd hate to be the people who actually still work there now. But yeah, it was fine early Sunday. And then sometime after that, suddenly like all my replies, I can tweet and people can see it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but my replies to things, they've like muted all my replies to people. So I remember I tested it on the Lookout account. I've, I, um, I replied to something on the lookout account and I couldn't see it on the lookout account. I was like, this is nuts. I'm being silenced. I think so it's, it's because you always do those close friends posts and they need you to be public, bro. No, I mean, I don't always do it, but I still see people doing it. But um, I'm, I'm suspecting it was one of my it's tweets edge. that I had on SmackDown. It's Edge. It's Edge that did it. Maybe, right? Imagine. Um, no, but I was like, this is so strange. This is so weird. So I looked up like what you're supposed to do if you're a thing on Twitter. And it says it can last anywhere between 24 and 72 hours. Um, but the first thing they suggested, they were like, do not tweet. Do not share. Do not tweet. Do not do anything. So this is interesting because it comes on the like the Ricochet interview, right? How am yeah. I supposed to share it to my peoples? You know what I'm saying? How are people supposed to see this thing? Luckily, Ricochet tweeted it. Um, 
but yeah, I can't share or thing anything. Like I'm abstaining from Twitter until at least Friday. Um, so I'm sorry, bro. I I I think okay. that you my thumbs hurt. It's because you constantly, you know, rile up these AEW fans. You think and, so? Yeah, I think that's what it is. You think it's because I, I I made that tweet that when you look at the collision audience, they could do the wave and it would never come back around. <laughs> Did someone respond to that? No. <laughs> see that? Can I even find you? Is is my question at this point? That's yeah, a good still- question. Yeah, I'm still there. So I'm not completely like ban ban from the system. Not like completely shadow ban, but my I'm like they say it's ghost betting, where it's like my replies just don't go to people. Like people won't be able to see my replies. Okay, let me see. Yeah, I can't see your replies. I can't yes. see that. Yeah, yeah so, is is crazy, bro. It's nuts, right? <laughs> well, first of all, that was hilarious. But then I'm like, all right, let me stop. If it doesn't thing after three days, I'm just going to go back to tweeting like normal and wait till it figures itself out. Or maybe I'll be more banned. I don't know. But That's I don't def- know. I feel like I've seen the photos. They do the wave and the shit will never come back around. <laughs> I'm going to retweet that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unshadow banning you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Maybe if everyone retweets me, they will unshadow ban me. Maybe that yeah, how we do it. But... Let's get into the let's get into the nitty gritty of this week. Slow okay. week, slow week, just all around for wrestling. I think we've had so much to talk about, so it's kind of weird that no one's wilding out. Tony Khan's not on Twitter. None of that stuff is happening. Not this yet. Week. Well, <laughs> not yet. I mean, they bounced back. <clears throat> you saw their rating for Dynamite bounce back heavily, back on their regular night. It's probably going to just go back down to what it was this week. It doesn't look like a stellar episode again um collision even had what what is your measure of success for collision because when i see articles and i see pundits so to speak i don't like to call them journalists so much but when i see them say and and crown it as improved ratings when it's only from 300 to 500 i'm like that is that improvement when this is the number two company like is that really improvement next to the number one company like what's your thoughts on the the measure of success for AEW collision what four months three months in i don't really have any thoughts because it's really moved from honestly it didn't it never really even seemed like the second show it seemed like a show at some point um but it never really felt like it was a companion piece to dynamite so it's very hard to like gauge it as other than just like rampage deluxe you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the deluxe version of Rampage because it never there was that the only thing that separated at one point was that CM Punk was on this show and he couldn't be on the other show um, and certain people could only appear on one show and not the other show but now that CM Punk is gone everyone's floating and everyone's thinking um, between the shows and I guess Brian Danielson is the center focus of this fucking show now which um, is crazy like like I love Brian love him he should not be the centerpiece of these shows no. this, with all these people on this roster. Not a not a wrestling television show, no. Um, but it's it's weird because so every month they're gonna be like, Well, it's a pay-per-view time. Let's move it to seven o'clock and see what happens. 
<laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, is that going to be it? You know, football, they're expecting football to like kind of do, but then NBA will be back. Not that anyone watches. I mean, sometimes they have a good Saturday NBA, Saturday ABC NBA game, but, um, and now they're going to do NBA games on Wednesdays too on ABC, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, and, and again, you know, it does, it, it, that's gonna take a, a huge chunk out of out of the you know out of the the dynamite audience again just a, just a just a terrible night for them I, and again you also see the battle of the belts um ratings uh, what was it like the the second lowest viewership for this show 390 yeah 390,000 well, people it was like a three hour block of aw on yeah my like, thing is it that it didn't really seem like battle of the belts is something they are not good at promoting television at all i think they just are so secure with like let's book this wrestling show let's do this because the mere fact that i didn't know there was a battle of the belts going on and i really think the only way you knew it was happening was because there's a number one contender match on rampage but you would have to watch rampage to know that there was a battle of the belts going on the following night Mm -hmm. but it to me there's just so many things wrong with it and the promotion of their shows, how they cater towards people. I saw that Cope wasn't on thing. Cope didn't show up this weekend. So that's probably good for him. Um, oh wait, hold on. He didn't show up. He said he's going to be there every week. <laughs> he wasn't here this week. It was a, it was a, um, it was a Brian Danielson episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that? You know, uh, the the people who show up in the in the intro for the show, that that's what the show is going to focus around this week. You know, just that's so stupid. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It was a Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Miro episode. <laughs> like Miro. Miro, right? The ghost of Miro. He still exists. You know, talk about someone who I think poorly made a very very poor decision. And re-signing to a company that never utilized them in the first place. Like, that's just... I don't know if it's a bad agent. I don't know if it's just bad instincts. I don't know if WWE... He pissed off someone at WWE so bad he knows he just can't go back. But... He can't go back without Lana. That's what it is. He he could have taken Lana. Lana would have been back, maybe. Um, <laughs> Like, I feel like... <sighs> Miro... Miro, Miro, Miro. He's in the best shape of his life and he's doing nothing. But maybe he likes it that way. Maybe everyone likes the extra. There are so many police sirens this episode. It's crazy. Um, But maybe he likes it that way. I don't know what to say. Like, maybe everyone just likes to be paid an exorbitant amount of money and doesn't really care of the quality or how how well they're featured in the show. Um, Maybe there's nothing you can kind of do about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at <clears throat> I look at these shows. I mean, even in our Discord, conversation has never been lower. I mean, on Saturday they were talking more about the 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 Impact pay per view than they were talking about Collision. You know, like I, I look at just right. conversation that surrounds this product right now, and there doesn't seem to be any excitement for it. And then, and 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 to be fair, and and to to compare it, you know, like you see probably the most interaction that we see every week is for NXT. You know what I mean? It's it's rivaling Raw at this point in terms of just conversation. And I think, you know, WWE in general is the fact that they're still hot, even when they're kind of punting on a lot of these shows is 
a testament to just how much people believe in what's going to happen on these shows eventually. Right. You know what I mean? Like we know that Survivor Series is going to happen and you see on the shows, they're slowly building to it. So that's pretty exciting. You you, you watch week to week to see that, see what Rhea's doing. Even if a lot of the creative isn't the best on these shows every week, we know that it's building to something. AEW seems to be building. Like what's the full gear lineup right now? Who's going against who? Do we know? I would assume MJF versus Jay White is penciled in. I would assume why they haven't Darby, announced this is insane. Like, like there's no well, reason. I don't know. He stole the belt. They're still doing the belt stealing thing that they've done a million times. Like it's a maybe it is announced. To be honest with you, I honestly I keep up with AEW to a certain extent, but I do not watch the shows anymore. I legitimately sit and listen to Quan and Cyrus lament about the shows on a weekly basis mjf versus jay white has been announced apparently um okay. but i listen to them lament about the shows but honestly i don't care and it's going to be in inglewood california the same the night after is it the night after no survivor series is the following week okay cool um which which again you know in their home in basically their 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 hometown in chicago you know what i mean it's sold out well, no, no, no. This one is in Inglewood, full gear. Well, I know. Oh, yeah, I'm saying Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, I'm saying Survivor Series is in their hometown. Like, Inglewood, it's going to be what it's going to be. I, I feel like they they have a pretty good market out here. I think people really do like when AEW comes out here. I, I think they genuinely have some people that um, they, they really fuck with them out here. Um, but, you know, you just compare the product to, like, whatever's happening. It's like, and again, like, let's, let's just call it. Like, what has what Cope's first month in AEW been like? I mean, he's had a match. You haven't talked about the match. I haven't seen anyone else talking about the match. He's had a bunch of promos. I've literally seen Cyrus say, please shut the fuck up. We do not care about this history lesson. We already know. <laughs> like, it's, 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 yeah. Then, like, I don't know. I didn't watch the promo last week because I also felt like the, the rated R rebuttal thing was promoted that Edge is going to speak about what Christian said. I was like, didn't he do that on Collision and the show before that <laughs> and every other show since he told him to go fuck himself? Like, I don't understand. I think they're trying to play the long game or they're trying to extend this, but they don't have actual good creative to do this. So we end up getting like at some point, there are definitely instances where like, okay, here's a feasible thing. Let's let's set the table. Let's play the story. But reality is you're talking to an audience who knows the story, who has lived through the story. And maybe there's a section of the audience who's 15 years old who doesn't really know Christian at all. That was from W. I don't think anyone from WW. I think there's less overlap. I said this last week. I think there's less overlap with WWE people going to watch AEW than AEW people going to watch WWE. So I'm not imagining they just won't, they just won't watch. Like if, yeah, yeah. if they're not fucking with AEW, they just won't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean? So I'm not imagining this like they're trying to retell the story for people who don't know. Everyone fucking knows. <laughs> Y'all are the AEW people are the Google it. You can find who Vance Warner is on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like they're those niggas. So you can Google Edge and Christian's history. You can see all the funny stuff, but it takes you to WWE, which is counterintuitive to whatever you're doing. But you're like, wow, this was awesome. What happened here? Um, but I don't know. I think it's first month. It didn't give me the sizzle of Punk's first month. And even Punk was a very much so Punk is speaking kind of guy. But yeah. it, yet, it, it is yet to have the sizzle that CM Punk, the impact that CM Punk debuting made. 
because CM Punk is someone who changes business and and, and uh, gets people talking and stuff like that. And Edge is Edge. <laughs> Listen, man, <clears throat> I think you should have really just had Edge debut and face MJF. Like, why? Why you pay him so much money? And you have him who who edge he needs something to sink his teeth into. I I I just think that like I know people love Christian unironically and probably ironically because of the dad stuff. I don't find the dad stuff that funny. I think it's just, you know, some like 4chan type shit to me. But um I think why why not have him face MJF out the gate and 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 really just go to go with that match? I I feel like MJF has had this title for so long. And I don't know really what's come of it. Like, is this a memorable title reign besides the uh, the, uh, the Danielson match? And I guess some of the Adam Cole stuff. Like, was the Adam Cole match like a fiver to you at all in? I can't say that it was. I, I, I thought that it was, you know, it was fine. But it, other than that, just the, the, the creative has been dog shit, man. It's just really been bad. I think, honestly, it's more about MJF than the actual belt itself. I think the belt is very much so a prop in this. I feel like the, are the cops just, like, are they lost and just spinning the block? Um, but I feel like, yeah, this the, the, the belt ends up kind of feeling like a prop sometimes, and, more, and it's more evident in this feud than anything because he's not even holding the belt. But it doesn't, until probably, like, the fatal four-way match... It doesn't feel like people are wanting, like, this is what I'm striving for, to be AEW champion. It more feels like, how can I embarrass MJF? Or how can I do... Like, the, the goal is to beat MJF. How, how the can, championship seems secondary. Or how can MJF embarrass me? Because that seems to be, like, the, the one thing he does in every single... Uh, unless you're Adam Cole, that seems to be the one thing that's a constant in all of this, you know. And right. he's still the tag team champion by himself, right? He still has both belts, right? I think so. Which, yeah, which was another problem that we talked about in our Discord. But yeah, I think he still is. But yeah. someone has to beat him. Someone has to beat the world champion to win those titles. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not like they have to. It's not like they have to beat Adam Cole to win it. Adam Cole's <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> they have to beat MJF to win this championship. So I'm just assuming no one's going to win this championship, but I could be wrong. Um, I want to ask you a question, though, unrelated yep. to AEW. There was reports this week, or last week, that Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel made the decision to remove Vince McMahon from producing WWE television and has given full control to Triple H. What are your kind of thoughts on removing Vince McMahon from the position? I mean, a, Triple H has done an amazing job. I think it speaks for itself. I don't even think we need to kind of like harp too much on that because I think his his resume of the last year and change has kind of proven why he is where he is. What do you think about the decision to remove Vince McMahon from this? And you're, you're right. Triple H is absolutely like... I wouldn't even say overachieved. I think he's achieved exactly what we had imagined that he could when he was in that position and unfettered from Vince's meddling, right? Um, I I got asked a question that, uh, a day ago about, like, do you think Vince McMahon got, um, essentially got finessed 
out of the out of the position. And you think about it, you, he probably did. You know what I'm saying? By by the biggest finesse, Ari Emanuel. You know, he's he's the guy. But Vince stepped down, came back under like the legal provision that he had to sell the company if he did come back. Came back, wanted to have creative. Creative was Vince's poker chip, right? That was the chip that he had. It's the only thing he still had. If right. he it's, don't, it's not. It's not gonna feel good if a Vince McMahon stamp ain't on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, on the beat. <laughs> he would lose. Honestly, Mills, I feel like he would lose everything. He would lose the company. Just don't take away uh, the creative, right? He would lose everything. It, it, that shit doesn't matter to him. So I think that when that happens and you still got all that legal shit over you, there's still legal shit going on right now with this guy to keep him in creative or allow him to do kind of whatever he wanted to would be a bad idea. So Ari says, you know what, Triple H, and I said this on the show, the best thing Triple H could do is keep breaking these records, keep doing, keep breaking these records, keep breaking ratings records, keep making the shit look great. He's doing that. That's the only thing he needs to do. That makes Vince look bad, like worse you know, by proxy. Because if Vince comes back, you're probably going to lose all that, right? You're going to lose that 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 investment because people think that this is a new regime. So right. Ari's looking at it like, we're doing fine without you. He's doing fine without you. And you know what? He don't got no cases pending. He don't got no cases right. over his head. You know what? Sit it down. Because at right. the end of the day, do I think he knew that was going to happen? Do I think Ari was just like waiting for it to happen? Absolutely, he did. That's the it's the rope dope. He roped him in. He said Nick and, and and Paul are doing a great job. You can go sit down. And what is Vince doing? He's sitting his ass down at home. He can't do He's shit. He's like, listen, man, you just had back. You probably gave him the schmooze. Listen, you just had back surgery. All right. Listen, just just let the money pile up. You you've done this for forty years. Now you're gonna get the bulk of all this other money. Like he's getting Vince McMahon is still getting a lion's share of what WWE is worth that he's established over the last forty years, fifty years, sixty years. He's so, a yeah, he's, he, he, His um, I think he's very passionate about what he does, which is why he continues to do it and why he was so adamant to kind of still do it. Right? Like, well, I. It's between the passion and like the direction of the company, which I think it's plays a role in it as well, because ultimately he still feels like I think he still has an idea of what a star is. And the formula honestly has worked for a long, long, long time. And he continues to implement that formula. When when you see people, we talk about people who are like H and who's, you know, Vince, you know, stuff we see, like, for instance, the usually the larger people, Bobby, Brock, almost all these people feel like something like Vince projects and you know with Triple H in control we see a lot of these people kind of less um I think he still wants his finger on it some way and I think honestly he's still great as a consultant and I think he's coming with big ideas like big ideas for Wrestlemania I think he still has that in him but I don't I agree with Ari Emanuel. Like, I don't think he's needed anymore. I think he's, I think he's done a great job building the foundation of what professional wrestling television looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's good. Like you, you good. Like wrap it up. This was, this is so weird, right? It's like the industry, you can't sooner or later, 
you have to transition to something else. If you want to stay relevant, you always have to continue rebuilding new stars, coming up with fresh ideas, all this other stuff like that. And it's so ironic that the people who complain about these things, like for instance, like the Adam Copelands or like Christians, like I felt like the company wasn't using me in the way that they wanted, you know, that, that I wanted to, where I didn't feel like I was going to be utilized in a way. And I felt like we were just out of fresh ideas is literally happening to Vince McMahon. <laughs> like, he's isn't getting, that ironic? He's getting the Michael Scott closing the door on the old guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's also, he's also getting phased out. Like some of our favorite wrestlers who have gone to AEW. So I don't think it's necessarily like, for instance, I feel like people always take it kind of personal in those aspects of like, how do they fumble this? How can they do this? And now Christian's doing a big thing and Edge is doing a big thing. I was like, this is just kind of the natural flow of the business. And you look at AEW and their, you know, their reliance on older talent. And you see that the progression that you want to have happen isn't happening. And that's why you see people like Jay jumping over this side and Lexus King. And who knows? I mean, we're going to potentially talk about another name in a couple minutes of like who could come to WWE as well. But there are, you know, rumblings of other younger talent because like you got to continue to progress and you got to continue to build these new stars and move forward. And that's exactly what WWE is doing now. Triple H is the hot shit right now. He just is. <laughs> yeah, he's fetch. He's definitely fetch right now. But, um, you know, I, I think in terms of like, did Vince know or or did, did Ari know? I think he, I think they did. I, I think that I you think have... Vince was like, "Fuck." Well, no, Vince, <laughs> Vince got outplayed. He got outfoxed. You know what I mean? Because he essentially he had to give the company because he had to actually fulfill the duty that he said he came back to do, or else he was gonna they were gonna get sued. They were they were they were gonna be in trouble. So um, he sold the company. Nikon and- probably been trying to do it. And then now he's just like, listen, it's an Ari thing. It's above me, you know? Yeah, it's above <laughs> me. It does not serve me anymore. But it, but right. the good thing about Endeavor is they're largely letting them do what the hell they want to do. And they're going to continue to do that the same way they do at UFC. So you sold it to the best place. You sold it to the best place. It's just that, you know, they don't really need you anymore. And I think we'll see the biggest mark of Endeavor when WrestleMania comes. I think that's oh. when we'll see the biggest <laughs> mark of Endeavor. Uh, rumble Royal rumble for sure like it, it could happen it could start there that's another stadium even show. now we're starting to see a, a little trickling of it because survivor series they can't sell enough seats to that motherfucker you know <laughs> they, they <laughs> turn down the sh- <laughs> they walking out in a tightrope <laughs> yeah man it was like yo we about to rent the movie theater next door and y'all can watch it there too shit you know what i'm saying they, they might bring back wwf new york to have people watching that shit It'll be in Chicago, though. like it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy when April rolls around. But um, you know, ultimately, I think it, it was the best move. I think there's a lot less trepidation and, and fear about actually liking from a lot of people that did have a lot of problems with actually watching the product, knowing that Vince was behind it. Like now that he's out of creative, there's a lot of people that are coming around to it. You know what I mean? And and I think that's really what endeavor once they want to get those laps fans they want to get those people who felt uneasy about it to come to come back through and they have bigger fish to fry i mean the tv deal uh with with usa uh they closed on that didn't get the the best reaction so they want to actually make a splash with wherever they take raw and nxt so um you know in order to do that you got to have a full package of of things that look very good and enticing to investors and to uh, also the 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 companies that that might want to buy into it so um 
you know, it, it's it's been a crazy year. We we saw the this is the year we saw the last Vince McMahon produced anything. But last, you know what I mean? Like that, right? I never in my life I'd ever see that or hear that. It's it's crazy. It's nuts. But hey, we lived long enough to see it. You know what I'm saying? I'm shocked that I've lived long enough to see it because this is someone who we thought would always be in the kind of like public eye, someone or at least be a part of the business. And shit, there's no the only one who's part of the business and part of the McMahon family now is Triple H, and he's like kind of McMahon. You know what I'm saying? No, um, he's definitely, definitely McMahon. Speaking of things that I didn't think I'd live long enough to see. Impact Wrestling Ooh. is now reverted back to TNA Total Nonstop Action. <laughs> Do we know why they went to Impact? Or went back why to TNA? Changed... No, no, no. Why they changed their name initially from TNA to Impact. I think uh, it was something to do with when they got taken over by, by Anthem, uh, right? By Anthem, yeah. So uh, TNA was that until what year was it like 2014 2015 or something like that mm. um, oh yes the whole billy corgan billy corgan thing yeah yeah so like they were on destination and then uh it was it was it was weird like there's so much and again like my my history of tna is just terrible so like again i'm i'm like guessing as with most people. It says, all right, I'll read the Wikipedia thing. Anthem Sports, a company owned by blah, 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 purchased a majority stake of TNA, reorganized in TNA's parent company. Dixie Carter retained 5% minority stake in the company, but resigned as chairwoman after 14 years with the company and joined Fight Media's advisory board. Sounds like something that literally just happened. Um, <laughs> the promotion's parent company, TNA Entertainment, was firstly changed to Impact Ventures and then Anthem Wrestling Exhibitions LLC. This literally sounds like what just happened. Um, <laughs> with Anthem's executive vice president, Ed Norham, becoming new president of the company. Wow, this is exactly what happened. Um, I'm talking about with WWE. On January 5th, Jeff Jarrett was brought back by Anthem to serve as a consultant. Wow. Um, Anthem rebranded the promotion as Impact Wrestling after its primary television series two months later and then they said that drew mcintyre matt hardy jeff hardy and mad people left after that um okay so yeah now i guess it can be tna again yeah i i to me this this looks like they're basically saying we got a roster now which they do they got a roster of people. They got Alex Shelley as the world champion. Uh, it's Chris Saban as the Impact X Division champion or TNA X Division champion. Uh, they got a good tag team with uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay. They've got Trinity in their women's division, so that's a huge get for them. Um, they have all of those. We got a roster. Let's get some people talking about us again. And changing the name gets people to talk because I've never seen this many people talk about you know Impact or TNA for the past like couple years as I have over the weekend. And I don't know how long this talk is going to last, you know, like that's, that's not even up for me to say. Um, it's good to have some excitement around another promotion because there needs to be, there needs to be some excitement in the, in the business in general, but it does seem like this is a rebrand just to get some press releases out there in terms of like, Hey, this is what we're offering. Now we are back to TNA. I don't think for all intents and purposes that the product itself is going to change. 
but they have a good roster. They have a good roster of people yeah. now. They could throw some more lights in that motherfucker. It's kind of dark when you watch that damn show, bro. Hey, bro. Come on. They fighting at the uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, they fight. <laughs> They're fighting at where the uh, vanilla, vanilla Ice was performing at teen, on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2, Secret of the Ooze. That's where they're fighting at. Wow, you really showed your age with that one. Um, <laughs> no, nobody remembers the Ninja Rap? All right. I don't. I, I don't. Sorry. Um, you're old enough, but whatever. You, you know I, what? I, I definitely am old enough, but I haven't seen it. So maybe Drag, it's me. It's okay. Drag me. It's all right. Cool. <laughs> but what I say is... Is it possible CM Punk shows up in TNA wrestling? CM Punk pulled up to the, was it Bountiful Glory, I guess? Um, pulled up to the show. It was in Chicago. So you know he had to pull up. That's what he does. You show up in Chicago, he pulls up to your show. You got to check in. He's like, uh, he's like, <laughs> what's the guy from Detroit? Uh, trick Trick. <laughs> hey, what's you going on here? Wrestling show? Yeah, you got you to gotta check in and pay your dues, brother. Hey man, if I pulled up, I'd be like, "Oh, wait a minute, don't hurt me!" <laughs> like that'd have been the first thing I did. He would not have liked me. Um, but he blocked you, so I already know he doesn't like you. So yeah. Well, I feel like he'd like me in person. I feel like he just blocked me because I'm, I'm too, I'm too shocking. I'm too edgy on Twitter, apparently. Um, but is this something you could see, even if it was like one time deal? CM Punk, TNA. There ain't, there ain't enough money in the world. <laughs> they would have to the, find the money. <laughs> they would have to fire everyone. I know they would be welcome. So, I mean, Scott Demore would have to take out a mortgage on his house to pay this man uh, to just be there. And the thing oh, is, just one shot, just have him do a one shot. You know what I'm saying? One shot gonna cost you uh, one million. You feel me? I think. Yes, it would be a get for them. It would definitely. The thing is with 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 TNA is that no one knows where to watch it. <laughs> Nobody knows where to actually watch this. So like, there is is it on Destination America? Is it on Tubi? Like where where the fuck is it? Nobody knows where it is, right? So nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. So the thing is with 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 Punk, you know, being there or potentially if they wanted to bring him in. Yes, you're going to get that in- initial pop, right? You're going to get that initial, you know, uh, excitement that, that happens and that goes down there. But I think that you're essentially renting him because he's only going to be there until WWE calls and says, all right, uh, we, we, we're ready. Like the, the, the heats die down and you can you can come back. So you're well, would, you do, would you do it? I, I, I might still do it, though. Like I might say, like, yo, like one match. It's early. It's it's too early. He just beat somebody up two months ago. You TNA don't. I, I think TNA, that, uh, WWE got less to lose than TNA got to lose. <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? I, I TNA might hire some convicts right now to fill up the roster. It's still too hot, bro. It's still it's way it's it's too hot even for 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 TNA, bro. Like it, it's just too hot. I and the thing is is. Whenever that heat dies down, they're not going to be the only people calling. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, okay, the heat's died down and Drew needs a program. What's up? He's going to say yes. He's going to say yes. TNA made a racist woman the world champion. I feel like (laughs) 
they would be like they'd weigh the options of like what's the better what's what's the best option for us i would if i was tna i would at least see like yo you want to do one match thing like you could do you, you show up to one taping film like 73 weeks of television what <laughs> you know what i'm saying so essentially um, he's gonna have to agree that like whatever i do here like if i leave essentially if i leave going- it's y'all showing reruns because <laughs> yeah because you're not going to be able to play it wwe's not going to allow that they're not going to allow him to be on two shows at once even if they are cool with 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 uh tna like that's just business like you, you just can't TNA, tna not i would understand if it was aew yeah. but i'm sure wwe knows it's like they ain't finding tna on television bro <laughs> like he out there in the ether yelling at somebody else you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he coming back to the Rumble today, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think it will. I'm just playing this up. I don't think uh, CM Punk will land in TNA. But it was good to him, you know, show his face, give some advice to the young kids. He's really That's doing right. his community service. He just wants to help, as he said. He just wants to. I just pass. want to help. Oh. I just want to help. <laughs> just like cope. Everyone just wants to fucking help in here. Everyone just wants to help. Speaking of of help or, or, or people needing help, there's been a, there's a lot of rosters that need some new acts coming out in in the next mm. couple of months. A lot of contracts are, are coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. One 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 guy that's contract is coming up by the end of the year is uh the the boy Will Ospreay. I had always assumed that he was a lock for AEW. I'm not changing my mind on that. Um, he's come out and saying you know. He's open to a, a move to the WWE and also living in America full time. Um, he mentions unfinished business with Seth Rollins. Obviously, that's something that people want to see. Mentions that his body's breaking down. He doesn't have much longer. And he kind of wants to, you know, I, I guess, explore these options if, 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 you know, if he's able to do that, knowing that he doesn't have much time left. This is a young guy talking about his body's breaking down, by the way. But um, have you seen the way he wrestles? I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I've seen it. I'm just saying that it's, it's kind of crazy that he's he's now just saying that out loud. But yeah, um, I think that here's my thoughts on this. He's 30 years old. Oh, my God. Do people do, do I know a lot of people kind of do the comparison to like Osprey and like an AJ or Nakamura when they came over. I, I don't think he's been on American TV long enough to for, for that to even make sense to me. Is as stellar as he is, regardless of how stellar he is in the in, in the ring, right? Which which he is, right? Right. Um, I, I can't. I don't think that's comparable. I, I think that it would very much be a, a, a issue of he's going to have to start from scratch in WWE in a way that he won't have to start from scratch in AEW. He's just automatically he's just automatically there. It's and, weird because I could see WWE if they wanted to saying, "Hey." This guy has been a world champion across the globe, you know, pulling up some progress footage and shit, New Japan photos. That's probably it. <laughs> but <laughs> they'll pull up, you know, Sports Illustrated. I feel like if they wanted to say, I feel like if they wanted to say like this guy was a big deal, they could. But mm-hmm. I agree with you ultimately. I feel like in terms of just like the presence of Osprey itself, he's not he just, I wouldn't put him in front of TV. I wouldn't put him on TV right now. Mm-hmm. 
on just yeah on main roster TV. I guess I just wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I couldn't see it. I I think that they. It's not like a Jay Cargill where it's, you know, and I know, I know a lot of people will probably compare the two. Like he should be kind of treated like her. It's like it's not really the same type of deal. Like Jade is looked at in the, in, a, in a different in a different way just because of this is a this is a black woman that looks like a fucking superhero. You know what I mean? At best, it, it, she's also worked on the number two promotion for two years before she got here. You know what I'm saying? Well, Osprey, not so much. I mean, I I know that the G1 wins and the New Japan title wins. They they get people in a, in a, into a tizzy, but I can't say that that really matters much in America. If that makes any sense, like like, what do you think? What do you, do you think that it's comparable? Um, it's weird because. Well, actually, I'll say no. I'll say no, because I wouldn't compare it to AJ, because AJ is also, before WWE, he had worked 20 years for various different promotions, and at the time was at the number two promotion as their top guy for a decade. So he knows how to carry himself when you're the top guy of a company, which Osprey, I mean, New Japan, kind of, but the way New Japan has kind of like figured itself out over the last five years, I wouldn't say that's much of an accomplishment. Um AEW, he's had cups of coffee in AEW. So it's, he hasn't, it's like you got the freelance, but never had the full-time job. So we can't give you full-time, you don't think. Full-time um, pay. <laughs> yeah, we can't give you full-time pay. It's like, nigga, you freelance? That's not really a job. Um, <laughs> which I hate, by the way. If, if there's anyone who hates that, it's me. Um, but I feel like you put him on TV you put him next to his contemporaries, which would be the other people from across the pond, the Drew McIntyres, the Seamuses, the Butch and Ridge Hollands, and all these other people. And I don't know. He just doesn't... I wouldn't necessarily accept him off the rip. WWE would have to build him up like a fucking cyborg and say, like, he has come here to kill everyone. You but know? you know you know where he like works a lot better to me where it would make a lot more sense in the same way that it made sense when it when it was Gunther if NXT Europe was still a thing he would be I think Will Ospreay is the type of talent out there where if he was to sign to NXT and they had a, a base out in Europe that could be a touring brand that could be a brand that could go all around that continent and when he comes over to the United States to do NXT or do main roster or Survivor Series Royal Rumble it is a big deal you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it is legitimately a big deal because this is someone who's coming from. He runs it over there, and he comes over here. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think Gunther, to a smaller extent, that happened when he actually did show up in NXT. Like I thought that was a really cool moment. But it would be way bigger if they had that moment with Will Osprey. I just don't think it happens the same way now that they don't have a, a home base in the UK anymore, um, and they can't really do that, which kind of sucks. But I, I think that they need to be. I, well, not they. I think he needs to be real. Uh, I don't know. Like he needs to be, he needs to be doing this, right? He needs to be we're, selling we're, himself. Right. I, I think fine, but I, I think that he need, he needs to be in a place where it would allow him to be like the best version of himself. I just don't think he where, would be the same person in WWE that he is now. Where where should he go, and where do you think he will go? He's an AW. Like I I don't know why this is even a conversation. He's an AW. Like he's already. I'm pretty sure that he's already got the contract in front of him. Like that. You I'm think not, it's a verbal? Verbal, uh, fuck yeah! I I think he's just agreement. yeah he's trying to drive the, the he's trying to drive the bag up. I get it. I don't think he's going to WWE, bro. He can't handle that. 
That ain't that's not that's not somewhere he his ex girlfriend's there. He don't want to be there. He he's he's all right. Who's his ex girlfriend? Blair Davenport. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he would put you on the main roster. <laughs> I'd be like, ah. um, no, but um, that's crazy. Um, you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that at all. That's I mean, why they. Curious. That's why they. That's why they broke up because she left because she because she went to WWE. She went to, she went to WWE. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Do your thing, girl. <laughs> Do your thing. He low key, he low key might be trying to get that old thing back if he do go to hey, listen, listen, come up with the with the bag. Come on, they put me on TV like everybody else. I'm being treated like I'm Jade over here. Um, <laughs> listen, I might show up on your roster. I might not. It's my choice. Um, flex on your old thing by shining to their company with much bigger pay. That would be nuts. Um, she would probably honestly but, be called up before he even got there, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, probably. She's ready. Um, but I think so. Part of me wants to see him in WWE because I do feel like we're missing. I don't know if we're missing that next top star guy, but there's very few now. It's becoming incredibly rare that anyone who's really the journeyman is really in WWE. Um, especially one the caliber of Will Ospreay. So personally, me, I would like to see him in WWE. I think it continues that chain of the, you know, the Seth Rollins, the CM Punks, the, you know, um, Brian, Brian Danielson's, that kind of like, how do you, you come, you're the journeyman, you come, you kind of have to start over and you build your new career and you become a better, honestly, performer because of it. Um, in AEW, the thing that turns me off Albeit, to be honest with you, I think he's been treated better than a lot of people there, and he's not even signed there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like he's being – it's just some expert courting of, like, you're winning these matches against these top guys, and you're not even signed to the company. Bro, beating Kenny, he's beating Jericho. Right. It, that's why I don't – I just don't see a, a world where he doesn't sign there, bro. Like, I, but, I, like but, but I feel like long-term creative – the, the red flag that stands out with me is Jay White. Because <laughs> as, as fine as Jay White is, pause, but <laughs> he, I think, it's just, I, I was like, this is what we're doing with him? Like this? And what's to kind of stop it from becoming something different? Like, I feel like they write wrestlers with kind of like one note. And it's very rare they're presented in a different way unless you go out your way to be presented in a different way. Unless you're Tony Storm and doing, you know, fantastical, magical shit. Unless you're... Honestly, that might be it. But... (laughs) (laughs) I I think that... I I think that Jay White talks too much. And I think they're, they're not exactly... They don't know how to create a strong. Uh, again, there's no development. You know what I mean? It seems like because if I if if I'm signing, if I'm signing Will Osprey to AEW, he's my next AEW champion. Forget day everybody one. else. Yeah, day one. But again, off rip pay per view first pay per view of the year. He's winning it. MJF, sorry, but whatever. 
he has to leapfrog Cope. He has to leapfrog all these other older guys that get paid more than him. He's got to leapfrog. I'm pretty sure Kenny don't got a, de- a problem with, with him being a champ, but I just don't think he leapfrogs Kenny for a title either. The way the company is constructed, there is no way <laughs> that anyone is, is, is going to the top other than those EVPs and, and Jericho and all of them and, and MJF. Like That's just the way that it is. Right. No, you're right. You're right. I think one Tony Khan has kind of it set up and like, here's how I pictured the next three months with my AEW title going. And he's not, he's been known not to be necessarily flexible with kind of like how he promotes talent. Like the Adam Cole versus MJF thing will still happen. Um, <laughs> he will not move on from it. When his leg, uh... <laughs> when his leg fuses back together, um, it will happen again, potentially. But I mean, I I think honestly, yeah, Osprey should probably go to AEW. Um, but I'd like to see him test it out in WWE just to see what kind of like he's still young. They have a better kind of like I mean, this will be less of a toll on his body, but I feel like he'll learn how to wrestle better to protect his body in WWE. I think you have people like AJ Styles who've done it for years. I think you have people on top like Seth Rollins who've done it for years. Even though his back, his back is hurting. Oh my God, his back. That's hurt, but bro. His back. <laughs> I think yeah. I think he's. <laughs> I think he will be much better off um, in WWE long term. But hey, maybe this That's is a right play. There. That's hey, him right there. One more thing before we get out of here, we gotta uh, we gotta of course talk about the shows this week on Patreon. If you don't have Patreon, make sure you sign up there so you can check out the uh, our show reviews. A lot, a lot of people kind of are, are enjoying our show reviews. They're kind of more long form than they were on the regular show, so that's that's pretty cool. But Lexus King makes his debut this week on Halloween Havoc. We'll talk a little bit about Halloween Havoc on Patreon as well. Um, I've been lipo on this. I've been letting it play out, and I feel pretty confident in the guy. I think I think he, sh- he I think he'll actually do pretty well there. I don't I don't want to put a ceiling on him yet. But um what are your thoughts? How have you felt about the presentation of him? He's the second or really the third or really after he's after Cody, so Jade is the third. He's the second AEW uh wrestler to jump from there to WWE. What have you felt about it so far? I mean, I like the haircut aside. Um I like how it's been presented. I want to see him kind of um, work. I need to see it in action. Yeah, I need to see it in action is what okay. I'll say. Um, but I like everything that I've seen thus far. Okay. I like, yeah, I, I like the presentation is what I'll say. It's all about the presentation. Kick and talk, apparently, as I see here. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing where he will be programmed in to NXT which seems to be almost undergoing its own uh, kind of not restart, but kind of revamp into another generation that uh, we're going to talk about on Patreon. But uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Before we, before we go, I want to say oh, oh, got a big announcement too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's two things though. I want to shout out our new patrons. Shout out to Nevik, um, who joined. Shout out to I think Godfrey. I think we did yours, but we I'll do you again. Um, pause. But um, Jordan Parker and Banks, who's you know returning once again. So shout out to, um, shout out to everyone who has uh, signed up for 
the A-Show Patreon. We got some special content. I mean, <laughs> literally in a matter of minutes, we're going to be doing some special content. So shout yeah. out to that. And then second major announcement is because of our sixth anniversary show, next week, we will be bringing back hot takes. And because of all you guys who have listened for the past number of years, it will be extended beyond our Patreon borders for the first time in a very, very long time. So everyone will be able to submit a hot take. Actually, I'm going to put it so you can submit hot takes or questions. Some of y'all hot takes is not really hot takes. <laughs> but <laughs> but we'll, we'll take it so you can submit hot takes, you can submit questions. It'll be a hot take Halloween. You know what I'm saying? So like make sure... Yeah, listen, we do it big. And then we also have another announcement. Merch is coming very, 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 very soon. I would say put away the money right now because it's coming incredibly, incredibly soon. If you need to win on FanDuel, just, you know, uh, $20, (laughs) something, just bring it back. Um, But merch is coming very, very soon. So that is all I'll say about that. You'll learn more about that when we have our Halloween hot takes. Yes, sir. And uh, with that, for meals, I'm Justin. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for hot takes, predictions for Crown Jewel, and more on the show. Going to be pretty lengthy, so uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you listen to the War Report this week with Cyrus and Quan. They'll be talking about the latest, greatest, latest, and most ridiculous of AW <laughs> on their show. Listen to the lookout uh, with Ricochet. Listen to the lookout yeah, with Ricochet on it. Well, listen, big WWE week, big AW week. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week on the A-Show.